At what age does joy end in our lives? If we are born with it, what makes it go away? What events are so influential on us that an entire emotion loses its place in our day-to-day lives? Is happiness just one emotion that we should not give too much importance to? I have so many questions. Hi, my name is Kunal and I am a writer and I wish that once in my life I could lend my voice to an animated character. I often feel that I have learned more from pop culture than from actual life mainly because artists have this uncanny ability to identify and capture concepts that we struggle to express into a short cinematic or musical moment. In this podcast I take a scene, dialogue, lyric or moment from a film, TV show, book or song and I explain why it was my favorite bit. Spoiler alert in some of these episodes I may reveal some plot points so please tread with caution. I watched the film Inside Out again probably for the third time. I remember being spellbound by the story when I saw it on big screen. Surprisingly it was not the do you ever wonder what's going on inside your head opening line that did it for me. Uh, we've all had that question. And personification of emotions is just another tool in the armory of a good writer. But here's what I did like. I like the fact that it is our emotions that are in charge of our actions and that every emotion matters, even sadness. And every emotion must be fully felt in order to lead a healthy, fulfilling, complete life. Inside Out is another amazing animation film from Pixar that talks about a young Riley who has five emotions deciding her life's path: joy, sadness, anger, disgust, and fear. Simple and brilliant. We've all questioned these eternal truths. Must I always be happy? Must I pursue happiness all the time? Why can't I allow myself to feel melancholy sometimes? There's a beauty in sadness that we must learn to appreciate. Melancholy even sounds poetic. You know, animation films are my favorite type of film. They allow for so many ways in which to bring a message across and leave me feeling creatively satisfied that someone took me on this imaginative journey. The film's core lesson of sadness being responsible for one of Riley's core moments, and that's not a bad thing is an obvious aha moment for most viewers. The film was filled with lovely moments, some cute and funny, some scary and truthful. It was a reminder that emotions rule, memories vanish, and we build our lives around some core moments that define us. I also enjoyed the film's beautiful depiction of bittersweet memory, something that's always confused me like such a it's such a complicated emotion yet so relatable but i guess that's nostalgia isn't it with a long list of moments in this film to choose from it's hard to lock in on one favorite bit so let me take a different approach let's take a did you notice approach so did you notice in the film inside out who was in charge of the mom's mind we know joy or happiness was in charge of riley's mind being a child filled with wonder and hope and the father's mind was ruled by anger 
a nice little stereotype for us to lap up, especially since the protagonist is a child. But did you notice that the emotion in charge of the mind of this nameless mom, played by Diane Lane, was in fact sadness? I saw it. The calm demeanor of the mother and the one in charge. It was right there. That deep blue rounded head of sadness calling the shots on how to handle the father and the child. Again, I have so many questions. When did sadness take over? Is this universal? What had to happen for sadness to be in charge of her? Does this mean that people who are calm on the exterior are generally sad on the inside? Or is calmness often confused for sadness, despite being two totally different emotions? Scriptwriters will say that it could be a form of foreshadowing to show that sadness is an integral part of Riley's story. People might notice this and get an idea of where the story is going because, hey, Riley's ultimately her mother's daughter. But I did find some more different theories online. An article I read said, quote, This could be the animator's way of suggesting that Mrs. Anderson might be more inclined towards melancholy and Mr. Anderson might have a harder time keeping his temper in check. Unquote. If that's true, it's, a, it's an interesting Easter egg about a person's psyche that we don't really consider. And if you notice it, it adds just so much more value to the film's narrative and how the characters came to be that way. Personally, I think sadness ruling mom is just an interesting take on what a woman in today's society may possibly have to go through. With the kind of sacrifices the female gender makes with respect to family, education, work and happiness, it's not a massive leap to believe that after a certain age, it is in fact sadness that rules them and almost reiterates the drone of mundane tasks that dominate her life. The interpretations are many, and whichever one you believe in, the observation itself is worth mentioning, and it may give you an insight into things you may not have thought of previously. Overall, the story of the film has many lessons. It, it reminds us that rebirth is an essential part of our growth. Without complete destruction, one cannot reinvent oneself. And reinvention may take different forms. Inside Out is more evidence that stories can be entertaining and creative as well as emotional. Animation will always remain one of my favorite film genres and I hope one day you find out who's in charge of your brain. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was my favorite bit. Thank you for listening. Feel free to share films, books, or TV shows, or simply your own insights on my social media at Kunal Rao. And have a great day. What brings us to tears will lead us to grace. Our pain is never wasted. Bob Goff.